0: Hello, and welcome to the Wild Blue Podcast. Perspectives on aviation lives, lifestyles, and business.
1: Hi, this is Chris Kirk at uh, Wild Blue Aircraft Sales. Joined this morning, uh, he's back with us, the man, the myth, the legend, (laughs) uh, Todd Mitten.
0: Well, it's great to add some actual entertainment to one of your podcasts, Chris.
1: (laughs) I don't know if they're my podcast. I think people tune in to listen to you. <laughs> so Todd is here and uh, hey, uh, while we're thinking about it, uh, welcome to the Wild Blue podcast and, and be sure if you would do to, to subscribe uh, to share the podcast. We appreciate it. And, um, you know, give us any ratings that you have on your podcast platform if you would as well. So uh, our contact information, Todd is Todd, T-O-D-D at flywildblue.com. I'm Chris chris at flywildblue.com you can reach us at 888-773-4249 or if you just want to check us out on the website at uh, at flywildblue.com and so even though we are in the airplane sales and acquisitions business some of our podcasts relate to that some of them don't we just kind of like to have fun sharing some of our experiences Todd and I both fly professionally he for brand x and me for brand y and <laughs> and so um, you know we kind of like to we've been flying our, our whole lives and uh, like to share some of that stuff with you and just have a little fun. So today uh, we're going to, uh, given the the time frame here, we're about three to four weeks, three weeks I guess, aren't we? Three and a half weeks prior to Oshkosh.
0: Yeah, less than that I think.
1: And uh, we thought maybe it would be fun. This was Todd's idea. We thought it'd be fun to do a, a podcast on just some of our experiences through the you know through the the event itself. What we how we've gotten in there. You know what we do, things we go see things that we think maybe are important to check out um uh, because it is as you just said very overwhelming
0: it is and you know the idea isn't here to be a guidebook uh from eaa or something like that we are just going to talk about our experiences and some lessons learned and also uh ideas for the future regrets i have every year (laughs) that i should have done wished i'd done maybe this year i'll remember to do kind of stuff so uh i don't know where you want to start chris so we start with just
1: getting there well we could do that I, i do want to share that uh for this year we are um so todd and i and a group of other people uh and our families we're renting a house this year so um we typically go up and i say we me and my family typically go up for about I think normally it's the whole week. Sometimes we'll skip out on Saturday. This right. this year we're going up uh, Monday through Sunday, and then and you and Brenda are going up.
0: We go this year. We'll be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday.
1: Okay, and then your and then your son Grant. He's going to be there. Yeah,
0: Grant will be there probably at least an extra day. I, I don't. I can't remember what days he's going to be there. Uh, I think he's longer than you guys. are. Yeah, I think he is, and. Uh, I have to ask you for my son's schedule, I guess, because you know it better than me. Because you arranged the rental house, and
1: he just worked through you. Yeah, yeah, we work it out. It's fun, but uh, but anyway, that's kind of what we're doing this year. But yeah, go ahead and start off. How do we get there? I mean, what what have you guys? You know, done there in are the
0: options. Obviously, people drive, people fly in. Flying in is fun, and I've had the opportunity that to do that more several times I've done it I used to have a partnership in a Cherokee 180 and I did it that way uh, which led to camping on the North Florida and then also I flew my RV8 in and uh, that's fun too because you get to park at the experimental uh, where the experimental airplanes park so that's in close and uh, if you do fly in obviously you've got to be up on the NOTAM that everyone talks about I I would say this that if you can avoid flying in on Saturday, Sunday, maybe into Monday, it's really pretty easy. Uh, if you fly in on the days when everyone's getting there, it's quite the challenge. In fact, it's fun just to listen on uh, liveatc.net at the, the crazy goings on. But if you fly in, uh, la- was it last year or two years ago? I flew in on like a Tuesday and it was, it's very easy at that point. I, I hardly saw another airplane. So wow. that's something I don't think people think about. People, I've heard people say, I'll never fly in there. That's just too crazy. Well, don't fly in there on the, on the bad, mad rush days. And it's really not that right. big of a and deal. And they
1: leave on an off day too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, the time when you're leaving makes it, you're right. Cause if you're trying to get out of there at the end, there's always a line yeah. to get out. But, in the middle of the week, it's uh, it's not that hard.
1: So you camp out there. There's showers available. There's little little convenience stores. Oh yeah, yeah. Take your yeah. own gear with you.
0: They've done such a good job of setting it up for for people who are camping, and that would include camping out in Camp Shoulder. I think they uh, yeah. There's always, in my opinion, uh, plenty of good facilities.
1: Now you guys are driving this year. Yes, okay. we are driving. Yeah, that's yeah. what we do. I flew on in once. Probably told the story before. That's okay. I'm getting old enough where I just tell these stories over and over again. And you just got to laugh at them. But um, I've flown in once, and that was in the T-38. Oh yeah, and yeah, that that's was, right. You know that was way back when. That is a good uh, story. And that was fun because uh, we get in there. We had no U, or no VHF radio. It's only UHF, and so we only had. You know, you could talk to a controller, and that frequency was quiet. I mean, yes. You know, they're wanting us to land on nine or two seven we couldn't the runway was too short so we had to orbit out south and uh this was before cell phones and all this but one of the coolest things i've ever seen was there was a, uh, a p5 we're, we're just in a kind of a 30 degree bank turn orbiting around my buddy dave and i are flying and and dave's got the airplane i'm sitting in the back seat just kind of watching that you know for traffic and and uh and here comes a, a p51 with an f15 on his wing rejoining on us uh, you know, it's like the big fish story. I got nothing to prove it, <laughs> but, uh, it, that was cool. But yeah, ever since we just drive.
0: And, yeah. Uh, and, and driving is, it's kind of fun, uh, to see that part of the country. And it's a, uh, uh, to me, it's just an enjoyable place to go actually, uh, see some other things. If you do have the chance to drive, I, I would recommend, uh, some other things in wisconsin go tour a lake go uh uh, go to madison madison's a wonderful town so if you uh if you are stuck
1: driving take advantage of the time that's my opinion yeah yeah there's there's a lot to do that's kind of why we like having the car is that sometimes and we go for a week so sometimes there might be somebody that doesn't want to go to the show but usually with all of us we're there every day But uh, occasionally, you know, you want to grow out and you would grab a bite to eat or, um, you know, any other things. So it's, you know, we we go back through, we started this last year and I've been told we're doing it again this year. In Dodgeville, Wisconsin, Land's End has this huge warehouse and they do a, I don't know if it's like a sale on their seconds or or what it is. Oh, really? It's it's a zoo. And you go in there (laughs) and we load it up. I think we spent 300 bucks there the, last year ended up with a new winter jacket, some new shoes you know everybody ended up with some stuff probably probably three four times that amount of stuff retail so we you know we load up on that stuff coming home
0: Yeah I did not know about that that's, that's so Dodgeville, check it out right there. Did you, have you ever been to the house on the rock there no but
1: Erica was showing me that maybe it was you showing me it. somebody was the other day. No, it wasn't
0: me, but uh, but that's a that's quite a fascinating place to see too. Yeah, that's down in southwest Wisconsin. Yeah, we drive. You know, as as our regular listeners know, uh, we're in the Kansas City area, and so we are driving that from that part of uh, the country up, uh, which tends to lead you through Dubuque, Iowa, and and then on up across Wisconsin by Madison and on up uh to Oshkosh now what Brenda and I like to do sometimes if we drive we'll go to Moline where I grew up and uh see my uh, my parents are buried uh at the Rock Island Arsenal and so uh we'll we'll take a trip through Moline so we don't do the Dubuque route it's a little longer to go through the Quad Cities but it's also more uh, it's just an excuse to go back that to that part of the country where I grew up
1: yeah yeah that's that's nice too and uh we're, I think this year we've got a hotel just north of Madison for the first night. Oh, really? We can't check into the Airbnb until Yeah, until Monday. Monday.
0: Right, right. But, so we'll have to uh,
1: find somewhere to stay. Yeah, because I'm going to be at the... Um, That's a good point. I'm going to be at the Brand Y booth a couple of days there. Yeah. So I have to be there by noon. i have got a job. A yeah, job. a yeah. job. I know. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, But anyway, so that's that's kind of you know variety of ways to get there, and then obviously the ways to stay there. Um, You know, we wanted to just kind of here's the thing about it, Todd. I mean, I'm going to say this again and again. If you haven't been there, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming if you have been there. But that's kind of the fun with it. I mean, there's just so much to see. There's so much to do. If you're really an aviation enthusiast, there's uh, you really just never get tired of it. Well, it's aviation overload. It, it really
0: is, and yeah. and it doesn't matter what you're into. If you're into general aviation, which we certainly are, there's plenty of that. If you're into, uh, I don't know, pick a pick a helicopters. If you're into drones. If you're into uh, short takeoff and landing. If you're yeah. into uh, seaplanes. Uh, any any niche thing in aviation, you can find a major display up right. there. Not just a side thing, but a lot. So
1: and if even if you're not so much into aviation, they've got some other things there that, that kind of keep people interested. That's true. So I know one of our friends that goes up there, she goes to these craft fairs that are part of it and and uh, you know they've got that up there. They've got, you know, they'll have motor homes up there. They've got these guys that do performance racing up there. They mm-hmm. uh, and so there's there's other stuff that that there is, you know, and you go through those um uh, those hangars that are the, the where the booths are and there's a lot of non aviation related stuff, stuff for sale there. right yeah. and things that uh, even vacation
0: ideas things of that nature it's just a it's a in a way it's a big trade show
1: yes oh, that's exactly right so yeah you even
0: if you are the aviation fan in your family uh, there's something that your spouse or kids or Others can find that will keep them interested, and of course, really at the end of the day, most everyone likes an air show. And every day there's going to be an air show
1: at two o'clock two every o'clock,
0: day, and and two night shows. I don't know what nights uh, it's Wednesday, Wednesday and Wednesday Saturday, and Saturday I, I believe. So there's always that going on. Also, there's something for everyone. Uh, I mean, who you know, most people are going to enjoy the air show.
1: Yeah. You know, just plan ahead when you go. So, things like, uh, you, you got to anticipate the weather. Now, last year, the weather was fantastic yes. the entire week. I mean, it was gorgeous. I know it rained pretty heavy a couple of days prior, but, man, it was just, it never got hot. It was not humid. Uh, you know, I've been there, uh, well, the day, back in the 90s, I took the T38 in there. I remember we're out there in our bags, and, you know, it's 100 degrees plus out there, and it was miserable. Um and some years you're going to have those hot and humid days, other days, other years you're going to have to put up with the rain. You just don't know what you're going to get.
0: That's true. Uh, so what, what should people bring? I mean, you kind of talk about clothing, but but what else? Uh, good walking shoes, right? Sunscreen, how about, how about lawn chairs or something like that? This, this create if you drive in, it's kind of handy because you gotta maybe you can leave some things in the trunk of your car. But you may be parked half a mile away, so now it always becomes a dilemma to me. Do I drag this chair around so I can go sit and watch the air show later? Or do I drag it around all day, or yeah. do I uh, go back to the car to get it?
1: That's a, that's a challenge. <laughs> I'm, Erica got these things. And I don't remember what they are, but they're, they, they fold down really small. So you're sitting on the ground, but you have back support. So you can kind of oh, yeah. sit there and lay down. And, and I think it's even got like a little sunshade. So you can keep your head out of the sun um, while you're watching the air show. but You still have really good visibility.
0: Yeah, you got to have, which brings up a point. Besides, you mentioned sunscreen, but you got to have a hat, got sunglasses, hat. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it just it's an outdoor deal, without a doubt. Even though there's plenty of times you can get indoors, go walking through the the trade show display type stuff and all that, you still at the end of the day yep. want to have.
1: I mean, bring a bring a refillable water bottle. There's those stations that are there. Yes, uh, I bring a um, I bring a, a pretty good sized battery, and by the end of the day, everybody's got their phones charging on my battery. Yeah, you know, so it's it it just you know it's not that big of a deal to carry it around with us.
0: Um, no backpack is handy to yeah. have. Yeah, if you have a backpack, you can carry these extra items that uh, that I, I am. Looking forward this year, because we have a house, I don't have to worry about, as opposed to camping, where you got to bring, you know, flashlights and things like that. I'm not so worried about some of the extra things like, like that, but right. it is. it does take some planning, without a doubt.
1: Well, if you drive in, you can buy tickets. In fact, I just was you know, just looking through our stuff. We got our tickets uh, early, um, and we get a, a parking pass, and so you can get the parking pass, and they've got great shuttles that run... You know to and from, and so you, you can do that. Uh, the shuttles are right there for the most part, all the parking lots are for the most part right there on the grounds, but it's still a pretty hefty height. Uh, it is,
0: it's a, definitely a distance. And so, if you're one of
1: those people that tracks steps, you, you'll have 15,000 steps in a day, easy, no easy. problem.
0: I set my all time record there, I want to say 27,000. Is that right? <laughs> kind of nutty thing like that. It was nutty. Uh, Grant and I walking everywhere, yeah. My son is Grant, and so. Uh, you know that we talk about that's kind of some logistics stuff but what do you like to do what how's your day spent typically
1: so yeah that's a we get there in the morning um and, and i will say there's lots of food options and stuff like that if you're a coffee connoisseur get coffee before you show up yes. to the show because the yeah. coffee there is not very good not good But in fact, I sent them a message one day and said, hey, you know, we would even be willing to try to do something with a a charity to put a better coffee out there. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, Um, anyway, because it is, there's so much going on. And if you subscribe to any number of places, I'm getting alerts from Garmin, I'm getting alerts from Savvy, I'm getting all these different alerts on, hey, we're going to be here at this time. So I start writing stuff down. And then before it, before we uh, we end up, it's usually the day of. I think we get there. I'll get my the the what do they call it the program out that they hand out, you know, yeah. and I'll go through there and I'll make a schedule on all the things that I want to see because there's a lot of them that are repeats. Yes. But there's sometimes there's one offs that you can only see one time, and so I want to try to see those one offs. And if I have to, you know, reschedule for a repeat, I can. But I try to go to seminars. Uh, I mean, it's just there's so much. There's seminars. There's there's hands on. Um, activities activities you know you learn how to to work with metal or you know uh, composites Um, you'll have the old guys talking about their experiences flying airplanes uh, you know especially during the war
0: so when when chris talks about a, a a program or it's like a newspaper that comes out they put it out every day but when you get there you it has a schedule throughout the entire week and there's these forums and I imagine this is online, too. Mm-hmm, it but is. But toward the very end... Well, they uh, have an app. And you yes, can see it oh, all on their app. That's true. You definitely want to download the app prior to going. The EAA app for Oshkosh, for AirVenture, I should say, since that's the name. The uh, Every day, there is probably, what, 60 or more forums? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's 60-plus forums. So, and, and I really realized how down in the weeds it is when I remember the first year looking at there was like Pan Am operations in Africa in 1940 or something (laughs) man such a broad topic how are they going to cover that I I thought to myself at the time okay that's how detailed some of these are and they could be some of them are Mm -hmm. historical in nature some of them are informational in nature some of them are very specific to certain types of airplanes or flying right Uh, or products a a, a good or products yeah a good example uh i've been a long time uh, member of uh the american bonanza society right and and they have every day several forms in the abs yeah we've been there together yeah and so you can learn specifics about bonanza some of them are some of them are, I think, more generic, like, would you be interested in owning a Bonanza type? And some are very specific to, uh, you know, turbo normalized operations in the A36 Bonanza or something like that. Right. So they, this, they can be broader, specific, and that's why it's a good idea to look ahead to plan it's well worth attending a forum or two each day while you're there. they're usually typically what forty five minutes long 45 something minutes like an hour yeah and and so they're not gonna eat up all your day, uh, but they go on
1: constantly and they're a good respite from the sun yes, sometimes yeah you know, getting get out, out of that get
0: out of the sun, you know, maybe you're into gliders, so we're kind of interested in learning about gliders, oh uh, yeah, uh, something just any because uh, the topics if it's aviation related, someone's talking about it that week,
1: yeah. And you, you meet so many people. That's, what's kind of fun about (laughs) it. You (laughs) you just, you run into people, you talk to them. Um, sometimes, uh, you you strike up a conversation. Well, last year, you know, we met the, the folks from, uh, from the UK and ended up meeting them at the end of the day, you know, going to the beer tent and having a beer with them. And, uh, and we took them out to dinner one time, and uh, actually, I think they ended up paying it. Oh of wow! <laughs> and uh, and it was funny as I, you know, was in London the other day, and it was just texting back and forth with one of them, and you know, trying to figure out if we could get together. So nice, um, nice. You know, it's just it's neat that the kind of people that you meet.
0: My example first first Oshkosh I intended was in 2015 or 2016, all those years, and I I never went for some reason. Finally, did flew to my Cherokee 180 in and camp, but. At that time, this restaurant has since closed. But there was a there was a restaurant you could walk through an access gate from the North Forty uh, out to uh, I don't remember the name of it, but they served breakfast. Uh, and I was standing in line waiting to get in I was by myself, and and there were two guys there in line behind me. And the uh, hostess said, "Would you three mind sitting together?" Because she had a table for four open. And her comment was, "You are you're all here for the same reason, so you may as well." Well, as it would turn out, unbelievably, these two guys had flown flown a Cessna one eighty two up from uh, Uruguay, Montevideo, Uruguay, really all the way up, all the way up the South American continent, and then across into the United States, and all the way up. To uh, Oshkosh, I mean, if that doesn't give you an idea of just how uh, how big of a deal this is, uh, yeah. and that was so cool to meet these guys, and they didn't speak the best English, uh, but they, it was that was a uh, I'll never forget that what a what a neat experience, and and eventually you know so I followed them on Facebook and yeah uh, just a just an amazing uh, amazing who you're going to meet there you never know and that's another thing you might find yourself just oddly enough talking to someone of of relatively relatively well, even more well-known than you chris uh oh, yeah. yeah uh just in a in a kind of a private setting yeah just the way the the deal works
1: So there's, there's so much of that between there's networking opportunities. If you're into that kind of thing, you know, we've met clients there before. Yes, we have. Um, There's just, there's just so much. And and so, like I said, there, there's just something new always, you know, looking around, checking out the new airplanes, going down to the RV area or the, uh, the experimental area and checking out all the latest designs, you know, seeing what AOPA is given away for the year, uh, it's just
0: the FAA. They have you know, if you have medical questions, it's probably a good opportunity. You know, yeah. if you're concerned about passing your your flight physical or you're thinking about doing basic med, there'll be forums on that that type right. of a topic. Uh, the the FAA has a pretty big presence there. That's a use. That's a that's a I want to say you useful presence, like not
1: it's they're there to help actually i think they are they have been very good you know if you it, with the mechanics uh mechanic shortage pilot shortage you know if you or somebody else you know i think every school oh, is absolutely. there yeah they're oh. all
0: schools plus uh, plus a lot of regional airlines are recruiting
1: yep a lot of the majors are there recruiting yep.
0: i i think our two employers uh approach it a little differently back at brand x they're very they do a very nice job uh, with uh, the honor flight every year, and I know that's oh, going yeah. on. That's cool. They were looking for uh, guys to fly that this year, mm-hmm. and it is an Airbus. What I fly, and I, I man, I thought that would be a fun one to volunteer for, but I'm already working the lat the. That happens later in the week, and I got to go back on oh, yeah. a trip that week, so. Unfortunately, I can't can't do it, but that would have been something that I would have looked forward to doing. Right. That would be cool
1: flying there in the Airbus. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, what else? Anything else we can pass on well, to folks? Well, I I think that uh
0: if if someone, you know, if you happen to hear this podcast uh, ahead of uh of Oshkosh, and you're going to be up there. Don't hesitate to reach out. Chris gave our emails, Todd at flywildblue.com. Uh, chris at flywildblue.com. And uh, reach out and Let us let us know. We'd love to meet any listeners we have that uh, just want to say hi or want to talk about airplanes, whether you're talking about selling or acquiring an airplane right. or or thinking about selling yours and and don't want to deal with the hassle yourself you know that's that's what we're here for
1: yeah we'd, we'd love to visit with you and um, moreover I think if you got ideas on things that we're missing out on there because well, there's so much I, I'm all ears uh, I'd love to hear about it
0: that is a that's a great point we I have to this year I said this before, Chris and I were talking earlier I I just I have to do a better job of planning this year I'm the worst I just get there and every year I've been going a lot of years, every year since whatever that was, 2016. I might have missed one, but and I'm still like a like a wide-eyed kid. The first two days, I yeah. just I just don't I just keep oh something shiny, something shiny, and I just <laughs> I don't know. I need to do a better job of, of but that's how it is. That's a, all these years yeah. uh, of flying, all these years of, of attending that, of being around airplanes, and and it, yet it uh, produces that same reaction out of me every year.
1: Yep. I agree. I agree. Well Todd, it's been fun. Give us a call. Make sure you again subscribe or share. Uh check us out at flywildblue.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to the Wild Blue Podcast. Find us online at flywildblue.com.
1: And don't forget to subscribe and share.